Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And welcome back. Always enjoy Rich Rubino. He is so good when it comes to political history. If you want to text in the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. GS Plumbing Talk line, 800-905-0989. I saw a text message. Why does Iowa have a caucus instead of regular voting during the day? You know, if you use the Odyssey app and rewind back to the start of that segment at about 735, you'll get the full history. Rich uh, broke it down at the start of the interview. I don't know if you caught that. Roger Davis, good morning to you, sir. And to you as well, sir. I have an idea of what could start to save some of the news shows on the mainstream media, like the the regular Sunday shows, uh, the ABCs, the NBCs, even Fox. They all have one, I think, problem uh, mm-hmm. that's causing a lot of people to tune them out on Sundays and not really trust them. And I think it's a predictable thing. It's because they are bringing back the same boring, dumb guests over and over again. Like So let me tell you who were the guests this weekend on ABC. Donna Brazil, Governor Pritzker, Reince Priebus. On ah. CNN, Bernie Sanders, <laughs> David Axelrod, George Conway. On Fox, Kellyanne Conway, Newt Gingrich. <laughs> now, if I could have said uh, any weekend out of any week of the year, and those would have been the exact same guests over and over again, they got to stop bringing back the same people. Maybe that's what their problem is. So who do we recommend? Oh, anyone. Oh, That's okay. interesting. <laughs> like, the problem that they run into is that they bring in these guys that are so scripted, mm-hmm. and they stick to their script, and they don't deviate from it because they want to get their talking point. That's their news clip that they want to be able to either send to their donors or hope that goes viral online, and maybe people will pay attention to them. They want that sensational moment, but they don't have real people on anymore. Not, they don't have people that really tell you like it is, and I think that's one of the appeals of a Donald Trump. Yeah. He's so different than all of that. He's not going to just give you what you want to hear. I mean, he'll just he'll just say it the way he sees it. And that was just such a different technique that just stood out. We need more people that just go on there and are real, not calculated. Well, but you know, all if, these networks, they do If that. you're pushing a narrative, you really can't risk a loose cannon. You know, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a great thing to put up on the wall. You know how some people say, God bless this mess. Like, you know, there's those type of things they put in, like, the kitchens or, uh, you know, just those type of motivational yeah. phrases that – people put inside their homes that's kind of one that you can paint on a piece of wood 
Yeah. And Roger, you may be able to sell a few of those if you really want to. I'm thinking back to the years, um, and I'm old enough to remember when the uh, there was when talk of a recession stirred the attention of the uh, national the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and they began running commercials on TV and it looked like storyboard spots and it was cartoon like. And they, and they would tell a little story about a, a college uh, boy coming home to his father who had a successful hot dog stand and saying, haven't you heard there's a recession? So, so he quits ordering hot dogs and he quits ordering bonds and cuts back on the and does no. And sure enough, his hot dog stand finally is closing down. <laughs> the motto of the story is, loose talk sells no hot dogs. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, yeah, they, that's they milk a great that phrase one. too. <laughs> right. There's another thing that's going on, you know. And Roger, I don't know how many years you've worked in the business, but I, I was hoping to get some of your expertise here. And I saw, and this kind of goes to House Republicans right now are starting to say, "Hey, if you're a federal worker and you participate in this planned walkout next week and protest." Of Israel, yeah. uh, there's going to be consequences, mm-hmm. meaning that the House wants to make sure that federal workers that walk out over Gaza will be punished for that. And I thought to myself, has there ever been a time in your career where there's been a news story where you've wanted in protest to walk out mid-newscast and say, that's it, this has got to stop in Gaza, I'm going to walk out. So based on a national news story that has n- literally no bearing on you, you, have you ever once considered walking off the job because of that? No, frankly, I never have, actually. I mean, there, there are times when you think, if I have to do this story or if I have to, there's an, another angle on this story, <laughs> you know, maybe. But uh, no, no, not really. I mean, the, the trouble is we keep doing the same stories over and over again. And, and if you look back, sometimes it's, it goes, it pervades all back through history with just a different cast of character, you know, because... Yeah. Well, we, in, in we don't case, seem to learn a lot. We don't seem to learn very yeah. quickly around here. Yeah. I, I guess in your case, it would be, in, in the case of a newscaster, it would be, okay, I get it. You're, <laughs> there's certain fatigue that yeah. comes with certain news stories. I, I, this might be a little bit different, but I, the way you're kind of pointing it out would be like your sister station. And you get behind a microphone and say, coming up next... Mariah Carey, oh, not another Christmas song. And that would be like, okay, that's it. If I have to hear all I want for Christmas is you one more time this hour (laughs) during the Christmas break, I'm walking out. (laughs) No, this is like you reading the news and you're like, yo, man, I am sick and tired of seeing all of these businesses get ransacked. Or I am sick and tired of... Um, you know, all the crime in the city. So I'm going to protest the crime by walking off the job. The mm. crime that I'm reporting, I'm walking off the job because of it. I don't think I've ever felt like it would be appropriate for me to take a story or mm. like even a national story, um, like let's say what's going on between Israel and Hamas, and say, you know what, that's a justification for me to walk off the job. I just don't get that. No, and I'm not trying to pull a cape on on my shoulders or anything like that. But in the in the business, we tend to regard ourselves, frankly, more like utility uh, workers, emergency crews, sometimes than anything else. And and it is the it is those times really when you uh, when you think, well, you know, it's a terrible day. I don't really want to go in. It's the same stuff over and over again. But if I don't, somebody's uh, you know somebody's dishwasher won't work, or they won't have any water, or some, same kind of a thing, you know. Um, yeah, got to do it. Got to be done. Somebody's got to do there's, it. And there's some sort of um, 
I don't know, there's irony on it. Uh, so a lot of this is being discussed on a day when federal workers are off anyway yeah, because it's right. Martin Luther King Jr. It's day. It's been largely right. a government holiday. I mean, there are a lot of people yeah. working today. I mean, I'm looking out there. There's, there's traffic moving here on Woodruff Road. There's retail traffic. And it's all picking. And but, there's us. Here, here yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, naturally. But what they're saying, any uh, here's what a couple of people, House Speaker Mike Johnson, any government worker who walks off the job in protest, U.S. support for our ally Israel is ignoring their responsibility and abusing the trust of taxpayers. You said they deserve to be fired. James Comer from Kentucky, Johnson uh, re- responding to those, says we'll be working together to ensure that each federal agency initiates appropriate disciplinary proceedings against anyone who participates in Tuesday's demonstration. So you're going to take a federal holiday that no one else gets off, but you're going to take a federal holiday and then the next day walk off too. Why don't you protest today on your day off? Taking a a federal (laughs) comp day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, protest on your day off. That's, That's right. what you should be doing. It's literally the day before. And you know what? In a lot of ways, uh, this would seem like the appropriate holiday to protest something that you see as an injustice, honestly, if you sure. think about it, like that Martin mm-hmm. Luther King Jr. Day. In the spirit of that, this would be the day to do it. Not, okay, you're going to go back on the clock. You'll punch in. Oh, now I'm going to protest. <laughs> uh, it's all, all about impact, I guess. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to text the show, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. GS Plumbing talk line is 800-905-0989. Coming up after the break, there's a really interesting thing happening in New York that concerns me for the rest of the country, and it's how they're installing cameras. And we're going to talk about that coming up. I'm Ryan Recker filling in on News Talk 98.9 WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Text message came in. I almost walked off a senior management job when the federal government tried to force us to require vaccinations for COVID-19. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't do it. Never will. That's walk off the job. That's so much. I'm going to say there is a difference, I think, when you're protesting something at work. Maybe it's something that's unfair 
when it comes to the vaccination status and your ability to be able to get employment, that's something that impacts you directly. This is almost something that doesn't really impact you. Um, It's not like they are saying that we're using too much of your federal funds or no, um, they are looking at a national story. So this is what it would be like. So it'd be like what we saw during a lot of the racial tensions that went on. So a police officer in Minnesota acts a certain way, and then that somehow justifies you to walk off the job in South Carolina and then go and burn down a 7-Eleven, right? So they use that sort of same justification. While it affects us all, what goes on in Minnesota, well, sure, you can discuss those things, and you can have real conversations about it, but is it really justification for you to walk out of school or start a riot, (laughs) And this is the kind of mindset it goes down. It's like if something happens somewhere in the world or somewhere in the country that really does not have a bearing to you, then it gives you justification to act in a certain way. And I think that's uh, different than, let's say, something that one-to-one directly impacts you, maybe a policy that goes on in your city, uh, a policy that goes on in your uh, work. So thank you for the text message. I get that. One person said there was an arbitration case where a postal worker was fired for having a campaign bumper sticker on his car while he was parked on postal property in the employee parking lot. The car wasn't used to deliver mail. He got his job back, but now there's other extremes where they plan wildcat strikes. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know that particular case. Wasn't there a case where it was like a Pepsi bumper sticker or something was at a Coca-Cola plant and they like, (laughs) I don't want to talk out of turn, but I thought there was something similar where the competitor was used at one of the other competing products locations and it caused such a big stir. It's such a crazy thing to me. Like even in radio, and I know program directors will hate me saying this out loud, but you'll be out in public or you'll go and talk to someone and they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I actually listen to this radio station. And it doesn't make me angry. I'd be like, oh, okay, you just prefer to listen to music and not listen to talk radio. Okay, I get that. That's fine. It doesn't make me want to hate the person. But when I hear about there's some sort of we're going to retaliate against someone for having a political bumper sticker in, in the driveway, that's so insane to me. Like, okay, you can you can move on from that and not have to punish the postal worker for having that. Uh, another text message. If you want to text into the show, you can. It's really easy. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. All right, let me tell you what's going on in New York City and why this should be a concern for uh, really surveillance state. Because, you know, when you find in California, New York, places like that, you find that a lot of times the way that they react to certain things and some of the freedoms that they give up is kind of a blueprint that a lot of Democratic states start to use. And I know there's a lot of people that get concerned. They're like, okay, that's why people are moving out of California because they don't want to deal with this type of crazy taxes, crazy policies that go on. They don't want to have to you know, step over syringes and human feces on the sidewalks and be told that's just part of the cultural experience of living in this city like San Francisco. And people don't want to deal with this sort of thing, so they're very protective, and they say, I don't want that happening in my community. So this is why places like New York, when they start installing a bunch of cameras and they'll say, oh, don't worry about it, then people are like, "Uh, what do you mean don't worry about it? So this is what the New York Post uh, reports. Metropolitan Transportation Authority has begun installing camera equipment 
to New York highways to prepare to monitor a controversial $15 congestion toll to enter Manhattan uh, Manhattan Central Business District, uh, the Post has learned. So this is what a lot of the concerned people are saying. You're putting the cameras up, and you're saying you're not going to toll us, you're not going to tax us, but then why are you putting the cameras up? <laughs> What's up with that? And part, I didn't realize this, but I guess that they are so congested in certain places of the city, like Manhattan, that they're going to try to find a way to tax it in order to disincentivize you from driving in there, maybe give you a better incentive to work at public transportation, the subway, buses, things like that. But think about that in any other metropolitan city. Think about that in Greenville. Imagine if the government said, we're going to put up cameras, and when things get too congested, we're going to pop them on, and anyone that is in there is just going to get an extra tax. We'll just charge you 15 bucks, and we'll send you the ticket through the mail because you had the terrible sin of wanting to shop downtown or eat downtown. That's the kind of nonsense that was like COVID-19 thinking. COVID-19 thinking was we need to close down all these metropolitan cities and we're not going to allow you to patronize their business because if you go in and eat, you're going to kill people. <laughs> That's you know mindset. This virus, you're going out there. It's akin to killing people going down and sitting down and eating at a restaurant or shopping or working out or go bowling or whatever it was. And over and over again, they kind of had this mindset that we need to uh, punish you for going into these crowded places. Well, now... They're saying we're going to punish you for going into these crowded places by sending you a $15 ticket through the mail. Now, this is not uh, the case right now, but this is rightfully so. The citizens that are looking around, scratching their head and saying, uh, so why are you installing the cameras then? They say the state legislature would have to amend a law that to expand the congestion toll to other locations. And simply put, they don't trust their elected officials in New York to be able to resist the free money that would come in from people that would just be stuck inside of these areas. Now, imagine you're working in one of these places and you may have the luxury of having a vehicle. I guess they're looking at it as a luxury tax in some ways. And the legislation to expand speed cameras in the city is another pilot program they're looking at too. Uh, it's so funny. It's like, okay, I get it. You're saying it's so congested you can't move, but at the same time, we're going to use the cameras for speed cameras. So if you do move too fast, then you're in trouble too. It just doesn't end when these surveillance cameras are put into place. It's never really used in the way that they intend to use it. They say that it's going to cut back on crime and, oh, we're going to be able to uh, identify suspects. And, you know, when there's violent crime, we'll be able to catch all these people. And in the end, we got all these different cameras in people's pockets. And somehow, even if you do find out who the person is, they don't prosecute them in some of these cases because they say, oh, you know what? We need to be compassionate and we need to be empathetic and we need to understand where the criminal is coming from that's smashing windows and grabbing things. It's just so ridiculous. And it, it's not evenly enforced. None of these laws are ever evenly enforced, nor are they intended to be evenly enforced. And that's why people need to be very, very skeptical of it. Uh, coming up after the break, I saw that Governor Pritzker, as I mentioned earlier with Roger Davis, that we uh, see him on pretty much every weekend news show anymore, and he's out there crying about Texas Governor Abbott, and I wanted to play some of those clips for you. Really, it's just poetic justice in a way because it just plays back at what they wanted two years ago. The Texas governor has given to them, and now they're crying because they're getting what they wanted. So we'll uh, take that segment coming up after the break. I'm Ryan Recker. You're listening to News Talk 98.9 WORD.
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back. Let's take a look at uh, some of these text messages that are coming in. Thank you for the messages. Red light cameras were installed in the Chicagoland area in the guise of promoting safety, caused more accidents by people slamming on their brakes, and fear of being oh, in fear of being out on the intersection when the red light turned on. Suspect the New York cameras will work like the Chicago ones. The red light cameras. Luckily, when I was living in Missouri, this. Uh, was a controversial thing. They installed these red light cameras, but there was a law in Missouri that said that if you were to get a ticket, it needs to be represented by an actual stop by a police officer, meaning that they just can't send you something that was automated through the system. So one of the coworkers I worked with, his name was Charlie Brennan, radio host, great guy. He decided to fight this law. He said, it's actually, you can't do this. It's against the law for you to send these tickets out. And the Supreme Court of Missouri agreed, and they said, null and void. These cameras can't be used unless you change state law. And good for him. He fought that in one. As it turned out, these companies that put up these cameras, for the most part, are third-party companies, meaning that they'll, this is what they do. They go to a city, and they'll say, hey, we'll install these cameras. Don't worry. You don't have to pay us. We'll just take a percentage of the tickets that go out. So let's say it's 80-20. You'll take 80%. We'll take 20%. We'll automatically send the tickets out. We'll collect 20%. You get the rest. It's free revenue for you. You got nothing to worry about. Well, obviously, the incentive there is not to uphold the law. It's to collect money. That's clearly the benefit there. So these companies were sending these tickets out. And then Charlie realized this. And they're like, well, you can't do that. And he also advocated, if you get one of these, simply don't pay it. There is no legal enforcement at all. They're going to call and try to collect this from you, but they legally cannot. So they're going to call and threaten you, but ignore it because they were sending them out anyway, even though they were not in compliance with the law. And eventually he fought that all the way to the Supreme Court and it worked out pretty well for him. That's good. And I think that with these red light cameras or these other surveillance things, I think that it needs representation, meaning that there needs to be an actual officer that cites you, not some random camera through the algorithm. Uh, let's see. One person said, if New York City made its public transportation safe, and uh, they wouldn't have to threaten drivers with highway robbery on top of financial uh, parking fees. Yeah, that is robbery. And if you're a business, how do you love it? that It's like the city obviously hates you. They tried to shut your business down and wouldn't allow customers to come patronize your business during COVID. Now they're going to tax people that want to come and shop at your place because you happen to be downtown and pay way too much for rent. Get out of here. Like, Are you basically saying that only foot traffic are allowed here on out? You're going to take away all of the different customers involved? that would normally drive into a downtown area? Come on now. They hate you. I don't know why businesses want to stay in New York, honestly, with the amount that you're taxed. And they and they just literally hate you for having customers. All right, I wanted to um, 
get to this story too. I saw that Governor Pritzker from Illinois was on the news this weekend complaining about the buses of migrants that were coming into his state, in particular Chicago. Let's just take a listen. You can kind of hear his argument here. One issue that is clearly hurting Democrats is the situation at the border. Uh, A recent CBS poll found that 68% disapprove of the president's handling. Whatever you think of that, there's clearly a problem at the border. I know you have advocated for stronger action from the federal government on dealing with this crisis. Uh, How does does the president address this going forward? All right, so that was uh, the setup here, and I can't remember if this was on ABC. I think it was ABC. So, Governor Pritzker, this is an issue that's going to be a tough one for Democrats. It's called migration, and it's a lot of problems that the Republicans are raising right now, open borders and the issues on the southern border for the most part. But now the Democrats are out there. uh, They're trying to find ways to spin this going into an election season to make it sound like they are not the ones causing the problems. Well, we need the Congress to act. There is discussion right now uh, about comprehensive immigration reform, about border security. Uh, and this can be handled right now. They could vote on this and make sure that we're actually dealing with it. But, you know, Democrats have been at the table for decades now wanting immigration reform. Republicans have refused. Hold on a second. Did you hear that? Did you hear that sound in the background when he said that? Listen again. Democrats have been at the table for decades now wanting immigration reform. Republicans have refused. So finally, did you hear that sound in the back? It's really strange. His nose started to grow when he said that. Did you hear that? Democrats have been at the table for decades now wanting immigration reform. Republicans have refused. So finally, they're at least in discussion. Uh, My hope is that they'll get something done. But not enough has been done. There's no doubt about that. And I think that the president needs to do more. The Congress needs to do more. Uh, Cities out here that are the target of this political game that Governor Abbott is playing uh, are suffering. And uh, here in Illinois, it's minus 29 degrees uh, outside with the wind chill. Uh, We have migrants that arrive from Texas virtually every day, uh, hundreds, and uh, we don't have places to put them. We don't have enough shelter space here. There are plenty of other cities where, you know, if he's going to send people, they could be sent. But no, he's choosing only Democratic states, Democratic cities. It is so strange. Like, why? Let's just uh, let's just hypothetically try to figure out why migrants that are entering the country illegally are being sent to democratic cities does anyone have any theories of why that may be happening it just seems so strange as governor pritzker points out there seems to be a pattern here is it perhaps that over the last couple of years you screamed at the top of your lungs about oh there's no issue at the border uh we are sanctuary cities we're doing everything we can to fight for migrants and hey, we're this is a safe space. Is there any maybe correlation between the policies and the pandering for the last couple of years and the decisions to send people that are entering illegally into our country over to you? It's kind of it's really strange. It's you ever heard the phrase put your money where your mouth is? Well, essentially, Governor Abbott is saying it's time to put your money where your mouth is. You've been talking trash the last couple of years, and you continue to talk trash. Time to put your money where your mouth is. Let's go back three years. I'm just going to do a quick little time loop here, and let's do what they did like on Wayne's World 
This is WGN out of Chicago reporting three years ago. Well, Ben and Lourdes, as you know, mayors past and present have referred to Chicago as a sanctuary city for immigrants. But today, amendments to the city's welcoming city ordinance, taking legal protections a step further, instituting policies to protect the due process rights of Chicago's immigrants. Oh, huh. It's been a, a really difficult challenge since he was detained and now deported. Miguel Lopez describing the trauma of losing brother Jesus Alberto Lopez, known as Beto, to deportation last June. Beto pictured with family deprived of due process at a traffic stop, his lawyers say, detained by police who transferred him to Federal Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE for short, his deportation sending Beto's family into crisis. He was like one of the main providers for my parents um, who are have been unemployed because of the pandemic. With a stroke of a pin, your rights will be at long last fully protected. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot and a group of determined aldermen and... This is almost too good. The, the crystal ball is just almost too clear here. I wonder what the problem could be. Wow. Oh, man, you're just treated so unfairly. You enter this country illegally, and when our immigration laws are enforced, then when you're caught... The process means you are going through a deportation process for living in this country illegally. So Chicago says, you know what, we're not going to take the feds and we're not going to allow them to operate in the city. We're not going to allow them to enforce immigration law. So we are going to make this city a sanctuary city. Flash forward three years, Governor Pritzker crying on ABC television. Why are they sending all of these buses to Chicago? Aldermen and community groups pushing back with a newly amended welcoming city ordinance. All right, hold on. I, I got to go to a break, but I want to play the rest of this. It's so crystal clear why this is happening. And I'm going to continue the news report after the break from this WGN report from three years ago. I'm Ryan Recker filling in. If you want to find me online, Ryan Recker Radio, you're listening to News Talk 98.9 WORD. And welcome back. We've got a couple minutes here, and I wanted to continue with the statement from Illinois Governor Pritzker over the weekend. You notice how Governor Abbott's only sending these migrant buses to Democratic cities? What's the deal with that? Okay, what a you don't have to call Columbo in to solve that mystery of why he's doing that, number one. But number two, let's point out that three years ago, all, it, that's all it took, three years in Chicago. Let's go back to this one uh, news story we've been playing. And one person said, more Wayne's World references, please, uh, please. So maybe I'll find a way to put in some more Wayne's World references. But let's go back three years ago to WGN again. All right, well, let's pick up where we were. We are a sanctuary city. Now we have a robust protection and undocumented immigrants. A truly welcoming city means we have to walk the walk and protect everyone's due process rights. Oh, this is great. You got time. You know, this is all it is. I think all Governor Abbott needs to say is it's time to put your money where your mouth is. You guys got some real big mouths. 
and you've been running your mouth for the past three, four years and plus in these Democratic cities. And now you have your elected leader saying this. A truly welcoming city means we have to walk the walk and protect everyone's due process rights. All right. It's time to protect their due process rights. Take them into Illinois. And then, hey, you know what? If you're a taxpayer, forget about all these other services that you need as a legal citizen who should be entitled to these services that the government affords to you. Now we're going to have to redirect this money and try to find ways to give it to people who are not legal citizens of this country. That's what you're doing now. And this should really upset a lot of different people that live in Chicago and really the state of Illinois altogether. Chicago's welcoming city ordinance forbids police from stopping or arresting a person based solely on the suspicion about their immigration status. It blocks police from providing support to federal immigration enforcement operations, and it prevents city agencies from requesting, maintaining, or sharing immigration status. This is so great. So not only... Are you saying, come on in, we're such a welcoming city, it's so wonderful here in Chicago, we're going to take care of you, we're going to provide for you, we're going to protect you from that dirty, dirty president of the United States, that Donald J. Trump who wants to enforce immigration law. Oh boy, he's not allowed in here. Nothing bad will ever happen in Chicago. Come on in. You might get stabbed, you might get shot, but the feds won't deport you. That's basically the song and dance that Chicago has been putting on. So fast forward to three years, you have Governor Pritzker out there. Why are they doing this to us? Democrats have always wanted to solve immigration problems. It's those Republicans that don't want to do things. And his nose keeps on growing. All right, a little bit more from WGN. This is the news report from three years ago. It blocks police from providing support to federal immigration enforcement operations, and it prevents city agencies from requesting, maintaining, or sharing immigration status. <laughs> the changes after years of controversial federal immigration and customs enforcement raids across the country and here in Chicago. Harsh Trump administration policies on immigration criticized by human rights groups drawing fire zero tolerance enforcement at the border among other things resulting in thousands of tragic cases of migrant toddlers and very young children forcibly separated from their parents the same cruelties causing separation Ooh. in chicago same cruelties oh it would be cruel listen you, listen uh, chicago you have already set up the precedent it would be cruel to do anything other than house these migrants because otherwise you are separating these children you might as well put them in cages if you're even thinking about complaining about these migrants that are coming to chicago right now put your money where your mouth is chicago you cry babies and all these other cities that can't take it now that after the past oh decade have been just crying about how evil republicans are for wanting to enforce immigration law go ahead and show us how it's done chicago or you can go and have your governor go cry some more on national television i'm ryan recker filling in don't go anywhere we still have another hour coming up on news talk 98.9 word we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 